welcome. Hi, this is uh, episode 13. I know. Lucky number 13. <laughs> My bloody horror cast. Our second episode of 2018. It's pretty wild. Here we are. Yeah. Um, and as we promised in our um, horror Oscars episode, this is our 2018 horror thriller preview. Yeah, so Carrie and I just put together like a list of movies we're really excited about seeing this year. And I've got like a million things on my list, but we're going to try just to do five each. I know. I was told to keep my list down, so I'm ready. No, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to do this. But yeah, there, there's a million things. Okay, so real quick fact for everybody. 2017 was the highest grossing year for horror films of all time. So Whoa. horror as... By what as, margin? I don't have the numbers on me right now. I'll pull the numbers out if you want to hear the specifics. Something like $700, $700 million domestically or something like that. Hmm. What that says to me is kind of what we talked about, how there were fewer films that we thought were excellent, but there were a lot of really good films. Yeah, I'm still catching up genre. on them. There's I know, still me a too. couple I haven't seen that I really wanted to. Yeah, same here, same here. So um, I expect 2018 to probably continue that trend. And uh, there's just a, a, I mean, a lot of good stuff to look forward to. There's so much. There's a lot of continuations of classic um, franchises, and there's a lot of new stuff from some uh, new and exciting directors as well. So yeah, Carrie, do you want to kick things off with uh, one of the movies you're excited about seeing? Well, golly, and I know, and we've been Steph and I've been talking about this. It's so hard to limit it down to our top five. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a million of them. Okay, so I will start with, uh, this is one that both Steph and I have talked about. I'm an unabashed fan of underwater horror, and we're going to do an underwater horror episode one of these days. We've been talking about it for a while. I'm really excited because I want to go back and watch some of my old underwater horror favorites, particularly from like the late 80s. There's some really good stuff too. Anyway, there every year we now have a shark movie, okay? Every summer, usually. Every, uh-huh. So, 2016... It was The Shallows, which we both really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, best cameo by a bird. Yes. I think we've ever seen in a film. Greatest seagull to Greatest ever be seagull. in a horror movie. Yep. I, t- I tip a little bit of my 40 for that seagull. 2017, we had 47 meters down. Which I saw opening week. Yes. <laughs> and I had a lot of fun when I watched it, but I do not think it is as good as The Shallows. Certainly it's... It's not a classic for me. It's not sweet like candy. <laughs> um, so this year, for 2018, as long as it isn't delayed yet again, uh, and based on the popular novel, it's the shark film Meg. That's in my. That's one of the ones I'm very excited about that we've talked about. Yeah. I'm always a little leery when films are delayed so much and so often. Sometimes that can mean really good things. A lot of times it doesn't. I don't care. I'm very excited about seeing this. I'm, I'm totally into it. I wasn't aware this movie had been delayed, but it is also one of the movies I'm most excited about. I love a shark movie, Carrie. Yes. Um, and this one has a giant ancient shark, and it's facing off against Jason Staten. Right. Staten? Statum? I think it's Statum. I think, is, is the H, H silent? silent? <laughs> I, yeah, jinxed. We're jinxed. Yes, I think it is silent. Jason, can you please weigh in on this if you're a fan of our podcast? Thank you, man. <laughs> Thank you, bloke. Yeah, I haven't read the book either, and apparently it's part of a series. I've not read anything, right. but I'm going to at least read the first one before this movie comes out. Same here. You know, actually, we don't talk, do a lot of horror um, novelization, so maybe we should both read it and talk about it on an episode prior to that. Yeah, we'll 
We'll do all of our um, underwater horror and shark book talking then. Oh my god, I'm so excited. All right. Okay. So that's well, my top. What's what's yours? Yeah. Well, when one that I'm really excited about is Tigers Are Not Afraid. Okay. My friends Nate and Christy recommended a podcast called Switchblade Sisters to me, and mm-hmm. I'd recently like really culled my podcast down to like three shows, including this one. But I'm glad I added Switchblade Sisters because it rules. The host is this um, female film critic, and every episode she has like a different female filmmaker as a guest. She had Anna Biller, who did The Love Witch, Uh, and is like my style dream queen in life. And um, she had this one episode uh, with Mexican director Issa Lopez to discuss Pan's Labyrinth. And just listening to that episode, I'm like, oh my god, whatever this lady's made for movies, I'm going to find them and I'm going to watch them because she sounds awesome. And that movie is Tigers Are Not Afraid. It's uh, it's about a gang of children who are trying to survive in a world of like drug cartels, but it also looks really fantastical. It, it kind of looks like it should be in a Guillermo del Toro world. Mm. It looks amazing. I don't even know if it's going to play in Athens, but I really hope it does because I'd love to see it. I hope so. You know, it was released in November of last year, but of course, since it hasn't gotten here, we're, we're you know, it's obviously eligible for two, uh, 2018, but it makes me makes me a little concerned. Oh, I was under the impression it's only done the festivals. So. That, that's pro- And that's probably what that release date is, is, mm-hmm. is for festivals, so yeah. Let's hope. <laughs> yeah, but you never know. It could, it could hit Cine, who knows? I know. I'm still bitter about not getting to see Paco Plaza's Veronica here in the States. Mm-hmm. It's very, would have been awesome. I know. We'll have to watch that later this year. Yeah, totally. Okay, so another one that I'm really excited about. And, okay, this is going to kind of... We were having a conversation about this earlier. That horror, I think, is so popular and, and just film in general, whereas genres, I think, used to be more starkly defined than they are now. Now you get a lot of movies that have... Um, a little sci-fi, a little horror, a little thriller, a little, you know, that kind of mixed in the into it. So... This next one may not be, uh, you know, a quote horror film. It seems to have thriller elements. It's uh, Mute, Duncan Jones, um, and I'm a huge Duncan Jones fan. I like everything I've seen of him so far. Uh, Moon is a fantastic film. If you have not seen it with Sam Rockwell, very quiet uh, movie, and really, it's Rockwell is I think the only build actor aside from some, uh, you know, a few scenes, flashbacks, uh, voiceovers, things like that. Um, source code. You know, high concept uh, sci-fi, you know, Hollywood flick, but it's really good. It's a, it's a great Jake Gyllenhaal suspense thriller, and and so this new one has a, a pretty good cast. It's got you know Paul Rudd, uh, Alexander Skarsgård, mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell, Justin Thoreau, um, not a bad uh, group, and um, you know it's it's a futuristic uh, type of thing. You've got gangsters in the city. Kind of feels like it might almost have a little uh, Blade Runner esque kind of uh, feel to it. If that that can only be a good thing to me. I think Moon is the only one of his movies I've seen of what you just named. So yeah, I'll okay. Have to check yeah. the back catalog. He's he's one of my favorite up and coming directors, and like I said, you know, he hasn't done a whole lot. He did Warcraft, which uh, you know is probably fun. <sighs> that's why it sounds familiar, David Bowie's son. Yep, yep, yep. So, but yeah, anyway, so that's another one I'm excited about. Yeah, I'd see that too. Hmm. I think one we're both excited about is the untitled Cloverfield Lane movie under development is God Particle. Yes, God Particle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The only thing I know about it is that it's another Cloverfield movie and it's set aboard a spaceship. I know. 
So I'm, I'm already in. I mean, you might have gathered that Carrie and I, we've got kind of a low bar for space horror. We're going to see it. So. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> and, but but I, I think this could be really good because I've loved both Cloverfield movies. Abrams is still the shepherd of this franchise. As long as Abrams is still on board uh, you know, and has a say in what's going on, then I totally trust where the series is going. Mm-hmm. Um, 10 Cloverfield Lane, the first hour is one of the best hours of suspense I've seen in a film in a long time. Yeah. Um, I didn't... I know a lot of people were really let down by the last 20 minutes of 10 Cloverfield Lane. I still thought it was really good, but it still can't quite match what the film starts with. Oh, I was like on the edge of my theater seat, and I'm like, how is this a PG-13 movie? I'm freaking out. Oh, John Goodman was unbelievable, as we talked about in our original first episode about him. Yeah. John Goodman made it into both of our, our lists. So yeah, no, totally, totally agreed. But since I know pretty much nothing else about it that's really all I have to say they do a really good job of keeping you know this, the uh, the latch closed on this series before we get to it I know, you know like a month before it comes out we'll finally get a trailer right, or right. something yeah that's pretty exciting let's see here okay so here's one that I mean God Park was definitely one of mine too um, here's one that I think everyone who's a horror fan is probably going to want to go see I imagine this is going to be a big hit Halloween. Yeah. I mean, it's it's David Gordon Green directing and co-writing with Danny McBride, Jamie Lee Curtis, blessings from John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. That's all I need. That's all I need. Yeah, I'm. I actually have my hopes up about this one too. So I'm pretty excited. I'm definitely gonna see it. Although I do not hate remakes like other people. So even if it didn't have all these things going for it, I would be seeing it in theaters. <laughs> as long as it's better than... Although I was... Halloween H2O was not a bad Halloween sequel. In fact, it's probably one of the best Halloween sequels because... I like Halloween H2O. Yeah, I thought it was... No, I thought it was really good. I thought it's ridiculous that they chopped off his head and then they immediately had a sequel right after that. <laughs> but, you know, that's... I didn't see that one. I refused to. That's fine. Well, Carrie, I have um, to confess to you, I've only seen four of the Halloween movies. Which ones? I've seen the first Halloween, the second Halloween, Season of the Witch, which I don't know if anyone counts, but I love. And then I've seen H2O. I kept really? meaning to see, like, crazy Paul Rudd movie, Tyra Banks. I haven't seen them. I haven't seen four, five, six, or was Requiem the last one of the, of the original franchise? I think that was it. Something like that. Yeah, Tyra I don't Banks. even know what that one is. So Yeah. Um, that one I refused to see because they chopped off his head. In H2O, you can't bring him back unless you're going to go in a sci-fi, weird sci-fi direction or he's unkillable like Jason Voorhees, which I guess maybe that's it. Well, the idea is he is like the boogeyman. Well, he is, but even when they chopped Jason Voorhees' head off, they had to have a really good reason, which they actually didn't do, but see, they always found a way to make it so that he could come back, you know? they always, so, so if there was an injury to Jason Voorhees, it's still like, kind of makes sense. You can kind of believe it. But, um, okay, Halloween 6 is one of the most ridiculous sequels you'll ever see. It's absolutely just non- nonsense and fun. But Halloween 4 was pretty decent, so anyway. Hmm. Yeah, not bad. I'm also excited about the house that Jack built. Um, Lars von Trier mm. is one of my favorite living directors. So Matt Dillon stars as a serial killer in a story that spans 12 years and focuses on five murders. Von Trier said it's his most brutal movie, and he said the reason that Matt Dillon and Uma Thurman are cast in it is because they're, like, the two people who said yes. For um, Von Trier to say that it's his most brutal movie, well, here we go. I know. Put your seatbelts on. 
A part of me feels like I've seen too many serial killer movies, TV shows, whatever. Like, it feels a little played out to me. And I have to imagine that all of the kills are going to be women. And I uh, I think that might be a little problematic. Who knows? But the thing is, Von Trier movies, they just never fail to make me feel something. Like, I consider myself a really positive person but I believe the world is garbage and I find a lot of resonance in the negativity of Lars von Trier movies. So I'm pretty sure this is going to be a rough watch, but I'm really looking forward to it. What's <laughs> <laughs> to tell me all about it. No, I mean, I think, I think that's something I'll probably watch of his. I, I like some of his films, but I, always, I am always affected in, a certain, in some way. You're, yeah. You are correct. He's that, an effective filmmaker. Mm-hmm, he is. <laughs> Okay, so my next one, I don't know if this is going to be good. It could be awful, but I'm kind of excited about it. And actually, the trailer looks really entertaining. It's uh, kick-ass director Jeff Wadlow, uh, Truth or Dare. It's going to be the big high-concept teen horror flick of 2018. So it's it looks super gruesome, and it kind of looks like... You know, it's going to be um, a companion piece, and not not actually, but it's similar to the Final Destination films. It's a bunch of kids who go oh. who play Truth or Dare, and if you pick Dare, I think awful things happen. Um, there's a whole set of rules that this movie will create that we'll have to go with. <laughs> I feel like if it's a horror movie called Truth or Dare, always choose Truth. Well, right, but I think bad things. I think you're screwed either way. There's right. no safe way in in this version of Truth or Dare. Like you're you're done for in, in some form or fashion, but. Uh, it's it's the director of Kick-Ass, so I can't imagine it won't be fun uh, and dynamic as a film. So yeah, should be should be entertaining. I will watch all of these movies. That sounds pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I feel bad. I'm looking at my list, and I'm like, I don't think I have any like fun teen movies. That's the one. I'm telling you, this is this is going to be and the I one love for those 2018. <laughs> What was the big one from last year? I mean, there were a few of them, but like what we had, well, it's not really Happy teen, Death Day, but Happy Death Day, yeah. Close, close enough, right? Similar. It appeals to a teen demographic and me. Well, so. yeah, and you, and you know, if you're going into college, you're still a teenager, you know, first couple of years. But yeah, I think this is that movie for this year. Cool. All right, so another one. I'm not actually sure if it's going to be a horror movie, but Freak Shift. So last year, 2017, outside of horror, was the year that like my husband Dean and I got really into Ben Wheatley movies. <laughs> I'd seen Kill List, but after watching A Field in England, I'm just like, holy shit, I've got to see everything else this dude has done. And I think we've, I think we've seen everything now, and they're all great. Um, I'm not sure I'd call any of them pure horror movies, but they have some horror elements. Seems like Kill List gets lumped into the horror category... Most yeah. of any of them. Yeah, that one for sure. And in an artsy way, a field in England and some other ones. So Freak Shift kind of looks more, I think it might be a sci-fi movie, maybe an action movie. But it's about a group of people who hunt down monsters that come out when it gets dark. And it has Alicia Vikandor and Army Hammer. So I can't wait. That looks fun. Um, I have not jumped on the Ben Wheatley train con- uh, completely, I've really only seen Free Fire. That's the only film of his I've actually oh watched. God. Well, that's an excellent one. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. I had a and blast. Yeah. It's one of his most accessible ones. That's what I've heard, yeah. Um, you know, High Rise is probably the next on my list uh, to watch. Yeah. So, yeah. High Rise is awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Let's see here. 
Okay. Another one that I'm very, very, very excited about. So one of my favorite films of last year was Eyes of My Mother. And the director, and I'm going to say it probably wrong again, Nicholas uh, Pessy. Um, I think the C isn't pronounced that strong. Okay. So... Your guess pierce- is as good as mine. Right. So piercing. <laughs> it's follow-up to, to Eyes of My Mother. I don't know much about it at this point. I don't need to know much about it. I don't either. Because... His Eyes of My Mother was so visionary in so many ways and so good at being what's a really simple story. Mm-hmm. And to have that hit as hard as it did, I thought was just fantastic. So I'm very excited about of uh, about Piercing. Yeah, even if he doesn't make something like quite that, quite like that again. I mean, it seems like he's got a really strong like vision for his movies. Um, yes. And I was telling Carrie, I can't believe he's so young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this guy's, what, 26? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's in his 20s. <laughs> yeah. So so Piercing looks like it's not going to be a pure horror film either, but it's going to have a lot of thriller elements and probably some horrific stuff. I think, it, it from what I can tell, it seems to be one of those films where um, someone, uh, you know, man leaves his house and gets caught up in some crazy sort of thrill ride throughout the day. Um, Do you remember who's starring in that one? Yeah, so it's um, it's Christopher Abbott. Oh, I don't and know who that is. he's he's been in a lot of different things. I couldn't tell you right off the bat something he was the the main star of, but I know he's been a character actor and a lot of stuff. Other than that, it's not really a a, a name cast. <laughs> it is based on a book by Ryu Murakami, uh, who I have not read anything by. And I'm not familiar with with their with um, with their work, so mm. with his work, so so yeah. Well, Halloween's probably top for like franchise reboots and all that, but I have to say I'm really excited. The more and more I hear about it, about the Suspiria, I guess you're not supposed to call it a remake, but it's um, Luca Guadagnino who directed Call Me By Your Name, which I just watched this weekend, finally came to Athens, and it's beautiful. It's amazing. It's so good. And and now that I know that he's directing the Suspiria that's coming out this year, it makes me... Suspiria is one of my favorite movies. Like, Dario Argento, I think that is visually one of his best movies, and he put out a lot of good-looking movies right around that time. It's, yeah, it, it's right up there. I mean, it's it's... I think either his first or second best film visually, and it's one of the greatest horror films of all time. It's just yeah. It's just so a, when I know. first heard there was going to be another Suspiria, I was like really annoyed because there there just seems like no point to do it. But now that I know that this director is behind it, and I know that he's interested in making beautiful things, and that he sees it more as an influence than like actually making. A remake, and it stars Tilda Swinton. Um, I just think it's going to be good. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll I'll see it. And the cast is great. The cast is fantastic. Oh yeah, plenty Chloe, of awesome. Chloe Moretz, Dakota Johnson, Tilda Swinton, uh, Jessica Harper, who was in the original. Yeah. Uh, she's great. Um, I am not a Radiohead fan, but Tom York is doing the score, so probably that'll sound good to most people. Oh yeah, I love me some Radiohead. <laughs> Also, here's what's funny. David Gordon Green was originally attached to direct this film. I knew it bounced around like a few Right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. This is like, they were thinking about doing this in 2008. Um, Sometimes it's it's good to wait on these things. Maybe they they found the right, the the exact 
the repairing so. that they needed to make this I thing hope happen. It's good. That's one for me. Yeah. So those are our kind of the five of each of us that we've been looking at. But there's a you know again plethora of other films um, mm-hmm. out there. You know even stuff like um, I know you're not so excited about this. But uh, A Quiet Place, which I'm kind of excited about. Because I just want to see if John Krasinski is going to be... How he's going to do on the other side of the camera. I'm just curious. He might do okay. I mean, didn't he do that... He did do kind of a serious, artsy thing. But I can't remember. Anyway. Yeah, there are a lot of other horror movies coming out that I'm excited about. But those were kind of my top ones. I'm Mm. excited about The Nun in terms of The Conjuring Universe and Nuns. Yeah, it really kind of intersects two, uh, two really good friendships for you, yeah. In terms of teen horror, I don't know if this is going to be a horror movie, but I feel it's being marketed to me that way, and that's New Mutants. Okay, so I'm not really sure what to think about that. It is marketed as a horror film. It's got a really good young cast, too. A little Stranger Things action there. Charlie uh, from Stranger Things. Heaton, I think it is. Mm-hmm. I can't quite tell what's going on with it. it and I think that one... That one did say it was delayed till 2019, but again, they could change that anytime because that was I was going to put it on my list. They're playing in tra- they're playing the trailers in theaters now, though. Yeah, it's weird. So I don't mm. I don't know. Okay, well but that one I'm, might be delayed. But it's got Anya Taylor Joy, who were, was in two of our favorite 2016 horror uh, films. Yeah. And Maisie Williams. I mean, so you got you know you've got uh, some Game of Thrones in there, so that's great. Yeah. So the cast looks really fun. Um, I'm excited about it. I don't, but yeah, I don't really know what to think about it. The trailer is just kind of comes off as sort of your standard horror trailer. Mm-hmm. So, Carrie, you're gonna have to call me out on all these release dates because I don't know for sure when any of this shit's coming out. No, you're good. You're um, good. Robert Edgars, who did The Witch, he's doing a remake of Nosferatu. I think that could potentially be amazing. That could. That could. I'm. He. I could see him doing that well. There are a lot of directors I wouldn't want them to even touch that. Probably not. Not a lot that would want to. I could see him pulling that off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's stylish. And then Slice, which is some sort of comedy horror starring Chance the Rapper. And I don't know what this I is I saw about. that, did yeah. You, I was looking at it. Did you watch the little teaser trailer for it? It looks hilarious. <laughs> it looks awesome. But it's also put out by A24, which doesn't seem like their aesthetic but they're I like very I... serious indie horror like all the time like that's their thing it's and i'm really... like oh my god it's this retro video game styled teaser trailer with like pizza and ghosts <laughs> <laughs> it looks absolutely ridiculous yeah so uh it, it could be fun ghosts um, drug dealers werewolves you know yeah, so I'm, I'm all about that. It's got Paul Shear in it, so he's like, I, I think know. he's like a starring role in this. So I think that's pretty good. That's good stuff, Paul too. Paul Shear. And then a lot of stuff that like maybe won't be awesome, but I'm still excited about seeing it. I'm still going to catch Insidious, The Last Key. Oh, with yeah. With that key-fingered creature sometime before it leaves theaters. Oh, yeah. No, I want to see that as well. Slender Man is probably going to be awful. Oh, yeah. I'm going to see that, but too. But I'm totally... I've got to see it, right? I want to see Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich. <laughs> I'm waiting for that to come out. We already, so so if you ever tune into our Instagram page, our friend Klon, who is the president of the Ghastly Athens Horror Society, called us out on a very serious uh, film point this year, a movie we did not cover, a horror film, and, and he, wanted, uh, he publicly shamed us, and, uh, and it's our fault. 
It's Puppet Master Axis Termination, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, it's... capital X, capital I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's Nazi evil puppets, uh, and we did not cover this in an episode, so we, we promised Klon that at some point we would watch last year's uh, <laughs> Puppet Master entry, because it seems like every year there's a Puppet Master film that comes out now. Well, recently, I think this was the first one in a few years yeah. that came out last year, but... Now this one's coming out, and Barbara Crampton's in it, and she's always a delight at any age. <laughs> she's amazing. Well, Carrie, let me tell you, the last time I was at McKay's in Chattanooga, I picked up nine Puppet Master movies for 99 cents total, and I am ready to revisit that franchise with you, because I think I've only seen a few of them. Yeah, I, I no, I got a text from you that night when you <laughs> told me that. I was really excited when you said that. I've only, okay, so... When I was a wee lad, I remember watching uh, the first one on like VHS, and I was hooked. I remember buying the Puppet Master comic books and watching that. And but I it like only lasted a short time. I watched one, two, and three, and that was it. Well, the timeline starts. Okay, another reason I want to watch all of them is because the timeline of those movies is wacky. Like it the goes Fast back. and Furious movies. It continues to go back, too, in time, doesn't it? Like Something like that. They're definitely not in order chronologically, so no. we should explore this later. I think we should. Anyway, I will watch Puppet Master Littlest Reich. Who knows when, but I will. <laughs> it's a New Year's resolution for stuff. I like <laughs> yeah. it. I like it. Do you have some other ones? Uh, let's see here. I mean, there's a lot, of course. Annihilation. I, th- I think Alex Garland is a really good writer, and Those I are... loved Ex Machina, his directorial debut. Annihilation and that series, it's another thing I've got to read. Yeah, so, and it's got Natalie Portman, Jennifer Jason Lee, who are both great. I thought Jennifer Jason Lee was just absolutely phenomenal in um, Inglorious Bastards, ba- or not in A Hateful Eight. Yeah. Uh, in a really disturbing role, <laughs> but she was so good. So I'm, I'm excited about that one. Sometimes, again, these, these high concept sci-fi horror action films can be really bad but with him at the helm i have to imagine it's at least going to be good yeah i want to see the house with a clock in its walls which is eli roth and doing a kids movie gothic kids movie yeah um it's also adapted from a book which i have not read but Mm -hmm. i have seen some of edward gory's illustrations for it and i'm definitely an edward gory fan and I just think, like, you know, solid artistic source material, Jack Black as a warlock, that could be fun. I mean, frankly, I'm just relieved that it's not, like, Tim Burton's CGIing the hell out of, like, some Johnny Depp vehicle. It's a shame, man. Burton started out so good. Oh, yeah, so no, he's, he's still a director I like, looking he's at really... half of that. <laughs> sure, sure. I remember reading, what was it, Edward Treehorn? One of those weird little books, uh... Um, uh written or um, illustrated by a Gory back in the day. Oh, he's illustrated a bunch. A They're lot. Awesome. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so I, I'm excited about that too. I'll, I'll, I'll see most of what, what Roth does. Did you have anything else? <laughs> uh, let's see, what don't I have? Well, you know, I only wrote down a certain amount, but yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot. Um, another one that looked like it could be good, Delirium, which is out in theaters now. Oh, is that another teen horror movie? Well, here's the thing. It's, not... it's misleading because on if you look on IMDb, there's two Deliriums with the same poster. Oh. Both 2018. One of them is rated 3.5 out of 10 and some like, evidently some really like poorly done uh, maybe teen that's, horror. Maybe but the, that's what happened. I must have looked it up at some point. But the actual film is directed by Dennis uh, Iliadis. It's got Topher Grace, Patricia Clarkson, and Genesis Rodriguez. 
and not a, not a bad cast, and looks kind of looks kind of interesting. It's uh, a haunted house film, and you know I, I always like haunted house movies, so yeah, could be good. Why not? That looks fun. Yeah. I guess the last thing I'm gonna mention is <laughs> speaking of Argento, and who knows if this will actually come out this year. But there's this movie called The Sandman that Argento got crowdfunded in 2014. What? <laughs> yeah. So according to the official site, they're planning on a late fall release and Iggy Pop stars as the killer, the Sandman. And the protagonist wow. has a scarring memory that's set around Christmas. As you know, Carrie and I enjoy holiday horror. And you know what? I know people don't love... Dario Argento's recent work. Maybe nothing post the 90s, but the only thing I've actually seen is Dracula 3D. I saw it in a regular D on my TV, and I didn't love it, but I I didn't hate it as much as everyone else either, and that is an objectively bad movie, so I think even if the Sandman <laughs> isn't good, it has Iggy Pop as a killer, and I'll probably like it. I mean, if it has Iggy Pop in a starring role... That's going to draw me in, even if it was the worst director of the worst <laughs> film of all time. I probably would at least be compelled to watch it at least once. Another one that looks fun, uh, Winchester. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Helen Mirren. With my bae, Helen yeah. Mirren. And uh, Jason Clark, I think, is also in it. And it looks fun. Gothic horror, I always enjoy. Mm-hmm. And that should be uh, should be entertaining. So I think Winchester is going to be a fun Ooh, one. We should do a haunted house episode. Yeah, let's do that. But uh, has Helen Mirren been in other horror movies? It seems like she should have. I can't think of her in, in uh, you know being in any horror movies. Of, she off the should bat. be at that dance academy right along with Tilda Swinton and New Suspiria. Oh my God, she should. <laughs> yes, she should be part of that. The you know the group. Yeah, that would be very very cool. If only Helen Mirren listened to us, please. Do some more horror. Do some more scary stuff. I'm sure she'll take this advice to heart. (laughs) She totally will. She totally will. We're right in the pulse of of Hollywood. So, Um, so yeah. So, those are uh, a bunch of the films that we're thinking about for this year. Again, there's too many more to even name. Uh, We would go into three hours worth of an episode if we continue to talk about all the horror that we like. But um, those are some of the ones that are on our watch list for this year. Yeah. It should be a good year for horror. Yes. Yes. Very excited. So, uh, if you know, on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, if you have any that you're interested in, you know, let us know. I'll put them out there. And uh, we will also uh, post uh, a little blog of some of what we went over today for people to do their research ah, and all that. Damn it. Now that Carrie said it, I guess we really are going to figure out how to do a blog. <laughs> well, or we're just going to post it. Maybe I shouldn't say blog. We'll, we'll post some of our, some of the ones we were thinking about maybe to, to do Yeah. That. No, we're yeah. going to figure it out. We're going to post something. Yeah. All right, so uh, I think that's it for this episode, for episode 13. Yeah, sounds good. All right, right. thank you for listening. Thanks, everybody.